With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Tennis.com podcast. And here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Bonjour, mes amis. This is Ed McGrogan, and we're back at the Tennis in 10 podcast on uh, Tuesday, where a rain-afflicted day of play is now complete. Uh, that only consisted of two singles matches. It was both the women's quarterfinals that were slated for today. Uh, you had both the men's quarterfinals, which featured Rafi Nadal and Novak Djokovic, pushed until Wednesday uh, to be completed excuse me, alongside the rest of the men's quarterfinals and the remaining two women's quarters as well. So Wednesday is a particularly busy day. We'll get to that in just a bit. But uh, we just finished watching Yelena Ostapenko and Tamea Baczynski complete their runs to the semifinals with uh, two very differing wins and two very impressive wins at the same time. Um, Baczynski, I, I... came into her match with Medenovic thinking that her experience on this stage would see her through. She's been, uh, she reached the semis last year at Roland Garros. And I I really have liked the way that she's played this entire tournament. Um, I I thought Medenovic, on the other hand, has really been pretty fortunate to get to this point. You know, although she's managed to, um, to turn her matches around at really just the right time, um, you know, inspired surely in part by the French crowd that's, you know, that's supporting her, of course. But I just didn't see it, you know, her being able to pull that trick one more time against, against Baczynski, who, um, you know, she said that, you know, as much as Mladenovic as a French woman, you know, this is obviously her home slam. Um, Baczynski from Switzerland, not far away from, from France either. Um, and she's also, you know, went out of her way to say that this feels like her home slam too. Um, and I think, you know, we've seen that in some of her, you know, some of the best play of her career here. Uh, she managed to avoid uh, getting, you know, making this possibly into another Modenovic dramatic escape uh, because, you know, she was able to close out the second set as she did the first set 6-4. Uh, it was tight in her last couple service games. Modenovic um, was able to make some early inroads on those. Uh, Love 30, I believe, on one of them. But um, I, I like a lot how Baczynski, you know, really can open up the court with both of her, with both her forehand and her backhand. I thought she served well enough on the sort of higher pressure points late in the match that Modenovic really wasn't you know, able to, to get into that, I think, rhythm, that, that sort of mindset that, that, you know, the, the, the road back to winning this set and to winning the final set. 
you know, it, I don't know if that if that entered as as a possible outcome for her once Bachinsky just continued, um, you know, to apply pressure, and she did so you know, impressively enough over a series of rain delays. Um, they, you know, I wouldn't say we're fortunate to get the two women's matches in because there's there's still probably another hour or so of daylight, but. Um, if this did go to a third set, it would have really gotten, um, you know, the weather could have again been a factor. Um, you know, we could have saw another delay. It could have got cloudier quicker. So Bachinsky knew that as well, that she surely wanted to, to, to get this complete today. And it's, it's more just the fact that you're able to, to sit on a lead during what turned out to be, I think a two and a half to three hour rain delay, um, during which you got some really, really, you know, massive downpours as, as I saw on TV and just, you know, continue to, you know, to play the same as she had all match. So, uh, Bachinsky takes out the last French player on the men's or women's single side, and she will face a newcomer to the final four of a slam, uh, in Yelena Ostapenko, who, you know, when I was considering her match against Carolyn Wozniacki, I, you know, I, I, I went with Wozniacki on the fact that it, it was hard to figure that she could beat Wozniacki, a former number one, three times this year, and for the fifth straight, fourth straight time overall, uh, they played on clay twice already this season, and but you know, it was the same script, um, but I think. You know, even even more so from Ostapenko, given um, you know the stakes here, and you know this one went to a third set. Um, Wozniacki took a very early 4-0, I think actually a 5-0 lead, I believe. Ostapenko got that set all the way back to 4-5 before Wozniacki won at 6-4, but you know the momentum. Evidently swung on that because it was 6-2, 6-2 the rest of the way. And from Ostapenko, uh, if you haven't watched her play, obviously I suggest you should um, on Thursday's women's semifinals. But you're missing really a certainly one of the power players of the WTA that should be um, you know a factor for you know for the next few years she's only 19 and she's only 19 for two more days because she'll turn 20 on the day of her semifinal which coincidentally is actually also the birthday of her opponent Bachinsky so June 8th is quite a day for both of these two uh this year uh from Ostapenko what you saw against Wozniacki was a just an obliteration of the the Danes Second serve, short balls, balls that didn't have enough um, top spin or depth. You know, for Ostapenko, she she takes long, big swings with her with her forehand. Um, those were those were just devastating to Wozniacki um, down the line, especially is where she um, you know she opened up the court you know for her uh, pretty regularly. And, you know, Wozniacki, by comparison, you know, just looked, um, you know, when, when Ospenko was at her apex in this match, Wozniacki just looked simply inferior to her in terms of ability. Um, you know, despite, you know, it, it's Wozniacki, you got to you, you gotta feel for in that I, I, I feel like every single slam she has put herself, and this is also really after she reached number one for a bit, too. 
Um, it, you know, she's put herself back in the top 15, you know, deep in, in, in the draws to, to try and get that, you know, that first major title. Um, you know, she has reached the fourth round at Wimbledon five times, the quarters of the French now twice, the, the final of the U.S. Open twice, semifinal of the Aussie Open. Um, she's had a long career of success. She's almost going to be at 500 wins pretty soon um, with 25 titles, but it's, you know, and she's still only 26 years old. It, it, you've, I would have never actually guessed that. I would have put her closer to 28 um, 29, but, um, but Wozniacki just continues to, you know, to pound away and, you know, we'll see if it, if it ever materializes into that major, but you have to give her credit even, you know, just for trying to do so for so long. Um, so what that leaves us with for tomorrow is a, is a one of, you know, I would say the best schedule of the whole tournament, um, because of a few reasons, because of the quality of the matches, they are also putting Nadal and Djokovic on at 11 a.m., Local time, 5 a.m. Eastern, only on Tennis Channel, I should add. And after those two matches, Nadal and Karina Busta and <clears throat> excuse me, Team and Djokovic, you'll get um, on Chatrier, Carolyn Garcia, and Carolina Pliskova, followed by Andy Murray and Kena Shikori. Long one seems to be the court that, for whatever reason, got, I think, a, a, a noticeably better schedule Starting with Team Djokovic, moving to Svitolina and Halep, a three versus five quarterfinal, and then you know rounding out with Vavrinka and Chilich, which, as I mentioned in yesterday's podcast, I think could be the best match of the entire quarterfinal round. Um, it, it's a very very strong day, um, you know, start to finish. This is um, maybe one of those where you you know, you know might want to you saved your sick day for something like this because. This is a great one. Um, Tennis Channel has it from start to finish, and uh, obviously, I think uh, I think it's going to be worth your time, no matter who you're supporting or who you think is going to win. So, we'll talk about it all, assuming the weather holds tomorrow on the Tennis in Ten podcast. Thank you very much. You've been enjoying the Tennis.com podcast. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com. 